and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me, as always, is John. And we are here today to talk to you about horror. As we do every time, but <laughs> today is a little special. because uh, I was trying to make it more horror-y? Uh, I, I think after you reach a certain threshold of horror, it becomes horror. Isn't this like our 90-something? This is like 92 or something, yeah. Yeah, I think like That's a, we're, we're up, we're on there. <laughs> <laughs> so this is definitely a, a, yeah. a higher level one. But, uh, you know, it's 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 nice. Uh, I want to thank everybody who has been listening to us and, and sharing the, the episodes out. Uh, keep doing that. It, uh, we seem to be doing a pretty good job at, at having people listen to our stuff. So yeah, we really appreciate it's it. It's really nice. Um, and we hope we keep that uh, going along with uh, what we're going to be watching tonight. Well, what are we watching tonight, hon? We are watching The Conjuring from 2013. We do realize that it's an older movie. Everybody and their mom has probably seen this movie. I haven't. Except for John. Yeah. I. Uh, so the funniest thing is that the really? con. Yeah. So the Conjuring that I actually watched was not The Conjuring. I watched the first movie I ever watched with this was the Annabelle Origins one, the one that takes place in like oh, the weird nineteen. 19- yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. And I th- did you make me watch that? We watched that at the theater. Or something. <laughs> I, did, I didn't watch it at the I was theater. A, I watched it at the theater, and it was the one oh, where. Oh was... well, I think you went to go see it with Dan or something. Uh, okay, that's that, like it was like a weird like wait what? Yeah, because I don't I don't I don't even think I've seen that film. Oh maybe, I can't remember. Anyways, I really like this movie. Um, John I... is probably gonna be iffy about it to be honest, but. I, so my big issue was was right around the same time that this started happening was when they were doing the whole uh, paranormal activity kind of stuff, and I had been so badly burned by what happened with um, uh, what was the first big one Blair Witch Project because I I'm sitting there arguing with my dad as I'm watching the uh, <laughs> the commercial like they had a thirty minute like why the Blair Witch Project is real you I'm like no me. dad it's totally real and he's sitting that. there and he's laughing his ass off probably because he had watched the guys on Jay Leno the night before yeah and he's just like no it's not <laughs> okay okay hun, and honestly it's real. and I thought it was real too though but that that was such good marketing though for that movie like and it was, was it, so freaking well I mean, done they, they put way more money into the marketing than they did with uh, the with actual, the actual movie. movie but that made it scary though oh, yeah so no, I, that made it scarier but i mean th- this is obviously not even the same type of movie as the Blair no, witch project but they were they were doing the paranormal activity one so they did uh the i, I don't know if insidious came out around this time or, or what but they were doing like that like uh you know exorcism movies and look at all these spooky ones and See, i was those are my there. favorite oh i hate them <laughs> I hate them. I know you do. There's but no, those are my there's favorite. no identify, and they were like they were trying so hard to be the slasher villains of of the uh, the early '90s. So you've got like the nun that shows up and everything. That weird red mask guy in in the is that Insidious or Conjuring? That's Insidious. Okay, you have the, the uh, I can't remember what his name is either. The the, uh, the Raggedy Ann doll. That's that's Annabelle. Um, yeah. Man, what's the the creepy the tiptoe through the tulips? No. That, that doesn't help. <laughs> it's okay. it's have red face seen, guy. Have you not seen Insidious either? I haven't. What? No, I watched three. I think it was. Okay, but have you have you seen the original Insidious? No, I haven't. Oh my Why god! Why would I have watched the original Insidious? It still got Patrick Wilson in it, and oh I hate that god. guy because he that weirds guy. me out so much. Yeah, he's such a. Cool, so, I like him so sad because I I like him in the shows that he was in. But let's go ahead and talk about this movie uh, <laughs> first, which is The Conjuring, two thousand thirteen, yeah. and uh, who it was directed by. It who was, was it? it was directed by James Wan, mm-hmm. who actually directed the very first Saw movie. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't even know that one. Uh, he also directed Conjuring two, and he did Aquaman, the one with Jason Momoa. 
they're really, really good one. I do kind of wonder, because so when I went to IMDb, it was showing the different things that he did, so I had to look at his actual, because he apparently was a producer on a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. But it said Saw, and it had short on it. So I'm wondering if the original Saw, like, it came from a short. Like it the could Oculus be. Did. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, because I was really surprised at the guy doing the Oculus thing, and he did, like, it was, like, part eight, and he's, like, slowly going insane. And I was like, this is really interesting to I see Because I thought the guy, guy who did Saw was the same guy who did Repo, the genetic opera, the Dar- Darren Lee, Darren Lee Maybe Bosman. Maybe part of it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe huh. he produced it or something. <laughs> I just saw it other. In fact, just to make sure I'm not an idiot, I'm going to go ahead and look it up now, <laughs> because now I feel weird. Although I did copy this from, from IMDb, which is not the only place I get my information from, uh, but I do uh, like to go on there and try to find... Uh, like the correct stuff just because um, you know every now and then I, I talk out my ass and it's like I'm, I'm I know what I'm talking about and then it's like wait no that's completely not what I was did, did James <laughs> Wan, a different person did he do the other the insidious also or did he just do the conjuring uh, well I do know that he was the person who did um, let's see so he did saw okay so he did do saw he yeah. did the conjuring too he did furious seven he did Iron <sighs> Man Aquaman Aquaman that's right uh, he did Insidious Chapter 2. Okay, there you go. And Insidious, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, Insidious, yeah, yeah. So Insidious. Insidious too. And see, that's another reason why I didn't like this was because they were the same movie to they're, me. No, they're different movies. They are the same movie to me. You only same think that because Patrick people. Wilson's in both. Yes, that's but, the problem. But Vera Famiga, who is who plays the, the I think it's Vera, um, who plays one of the main ladies and who plays um one of the Warrens, um, she, oh yeah, it is Vera. Uh, she was actually not in Insidious, Patrick Wilson was, but Vera Farmiga was not in. So they just, he Insidious. has a different wife. And yes. is this one of those, like, I've got hoes in multiple area no, codes kind of situation? It's a different movie. Is he like the guy who just, like, well, no, no, let's think of it this way. Uh, perhaps uh, the Insidious movies and the uh, the Conjuring movies take place in the same, you know, universe, universe but it's after the girl from the Conjuring, the, the wife from the Conjuring gets turned into the nun or whatever the hell she happens to her at the end. See, this is how I, I know she dies. Mm. Uh, she well, doesn't she, die. Well, it's the 1970s. Shouldn't she have died already? Because they're, they're based on real people, right? They are. They're best. They're based on Ed and Lorraine Warren. Okay. However, are they still alive? I, yeah. I don't know if Lorraine... Oh. I think Lorraine Warren is still alive. Okay. Well, maybe maybe think, he uh, ditched maybe. his wife and, and pretended no, to kill himself. He, and then he went oh my to uh, to live with uh, whoever was okay, in the Insidious so we're gonna So we're going to not talk about what anyway. it could have been. Uh, the, the people who started it are Vera Farmiga. Well, you didn't talk about the writers. you got to uh, give a little bit of love to the writers. Because well, you're throwing me off. Chad and Carrie Hayes, who, who wrote this, also wrote a couple episodes of Baywatch Nights. Which is one of my favorite shows from back in the day. I loved it. I seriously love that show. Someone's gonna live. Someone's gonna die. Before it's too late. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it was so much fun. Because you, you've got... Um... He also wrote House of Wax. We are not talking about Baywatch Nights right now, baby. God, no. It was so awesome, though. Wait, no. So, we, so like, he, no. Also, he also wrote House of Wax and Shutter Speed. Shutter Speed I have an issue with because I've read way too many different books where the concept was that you're, you're able to do something with a camera to stop ghosts. And I blame that mostly... On video on, games, yeah, just the one though. Fatal Frame was is the only one that I know of. I know and I understand that you know spirit photography. Out, and, I think Dread Out isn't Dread Out. I think that's another another one like that. Could be. I mean, I know Outlast has some 
type of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that was the recorder, the, yeah. the video camera. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's it's that concept where you, oh, we can use the camera obscura to burn away the. And I, I read a book like that. It was terrible. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's starring Vera Farmiga, mm-hmm. who's in 2004's Manchurian Candidate. She, <coughs> sorry, she was in The Departed, mm-hmm. um, an orphan. She was also in, you know, Conjuring 2. Yeah, and, she's... And this, uh, I think Conjuring 3. <laughs> she's, she's I don't gonna, think they jumped she's actually, around. She's I think actually, she was the same person every time, well, right? She's, yeah. She's coming out in the newest um, Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah, I um, saw that and I was like, oh, wow, we that, picked a good time for this. Yes, exactly. That one I'm actually pretty excited about. So hopefully we can watch that one and do a, a video on it. And stated before, we do have Patrick Wilson. You might recognize him as the guy from Watchmen as Dan uh, Night Owl. Uh, he was also in Hard Candy. He's in the the Insidious movies, but he's also Raul in Raul. Raul. Well, they call him Raul. They call him Raul. Mm-hmm. I remember him being Raul, Raul in the in the stage show. No, yeah, no, that's my problem. Yeah, well, in the movie they in call him Raul. Phantom of the Opera. The movie. Yes. Yes. So he's the guy who's never gonna get it. Well, technically, he does get her. At uh, the end. I, I mean, they're married, yeah, but she still has a hard saying, on for, for the Phantom. Yeah. I mean, the Phantom She's was never Gerard Butler. Truly hers. I mean, yeah, or his, or whatever. I mean, let's be honest. Like, if it were between Patrick Wilson and Gerard Butler. And let's let's also notice at the very end of the like or the beginning of the show, we have him doing the flashback. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she's not there. Well, she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. She's still. Yeah. Cause she she got away from him finally. No, she's. Still she can not. finally be with her Phantom. Oh my God, that's awful. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's also got <laughs> Lily Taylor in it, uh, who is in a lot of different shows. She usually plays the the girl who's a little bit wafy. I remember her from uh, Mystic Pizza because she was one of the the little younger girls in that one. That was like the eighties. But she was also the girlfriend in High Fidelity, who was like number four, number three, or number four when um, John Cusack is going through and he's he's finding all of his ex girlfriends and he meets her again and she's a like raging psychotic. Like she just ditches him. Like, when they, they broke up, like, because the whole movie is him, like, reconnecting with the women who broke up with him. So, he uh, he goes back and he sees her and she's just a mess. Is Lily Taylor the same one who was, the, the one who was in The Haunting? I think so. The Is it Nell from The Haunting? I, I think the, the, uh, the Look girl Look her up, because now I'm okay, breaking, well, yeah, because now, cause now, cause now I need to see. But, but yeah, it's um. Because yeah, I'm kind of offended that you wouldn't put The Haunting on there. And that's the one the movie, because that's the one movie I know her from. Well, I, I put the movies that I know her from in there, because it's easy enough to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, she's she's Nell from The Haunting. Okay, well, I mean, you know. You should have said that. Why Why would I? I didn't put every, <laughs> I'm not going to put the entire list of, of things. Of all, we'll be here all night. You know oh, she was I also in movie. Almost Human, honey. Do you want me to put that one in there? No, but What I'm... about Six Feet Under? That one's actually a lot better than The Haunting. <laughs> you must want to host this show on your own. Uh but uh, no, she. The reason is, is that High Fidelity was one of those movies that I remember. Like it got me back into like listening to music for fun, and uh, I just remember her being like completely neurotic. Did in you that not one. listen to music for fun? No. What did I you just I just to? had it on. Remember, so when I I music charges my entire life. So I what don't happened know. was <laughs> was uh, right around the time that the mid nineties were happening. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't there wasn't a whole lot for me. You know, and then I, I wasn't really getting into stuff. My sister had all the CDs. I didn't have any money. Uh, so I didn't care about anything. All the money I had was going to comic books. So I just didn't care about music. 
And then I watched uh, High Fidelity in 2000 because D showed it to me. He was like, dude, you got to watch this. And I was like, oh my God, man. Because I'm 15. That's the type of thing I, I get into. He's like, this is my entire life, man. Oh my God. Records and stuff? That's cool too. Uh, you mean I can collect those? Oh my God. And it became a thing to where You're all I did nerd. was just be like, that's really cool. And I wanted to be a music buff because... Uh, they seemed cool in that movie, uh -huh. and you can't be cool and a comic book nerd. Yeah. At least back then. I mean, still, if you're an actual <clears throat> comic book nerd, people are, like, rip on you. But, <laughs> Holy yeah, cow. I remember that one. Uh, but I'm uh, so glad I met you after you got sh cool. You're terrible. <laughs> anyway, interestingly enough, uh, Lily Taylor was also in an episode of the anthology series Monsters from way back in the day. Which was another big horror anthology that came out around the same time as I know you've uh, Tales told from the me. Crypt and all that kind of stuff. I know, I know you've told me about Monsters, but I don't remember uh, watching that see, one. See, that one was, it was like, when they were trying to remake horror anthologies, they tried a bunch of different things. They tried to redo The Twilight Zone. They tried to redo um, Outer Limits to a lot more success. But even that wasn't really like, you know, oh, it's horror. It was more like science um, which was doing pretty well, but they didn't have a Tales from the Dark Side. They couldn't do that anymore. Um, they weren't able to pull up another Night Gallery or anything like that, but they were able to put Monsters out, which was trying to be very HBO horror, you know, stuff going on. I think they dumped it and then went to Tales from the Crypt because that one just was like pulling out gangbusters, but this one was not doing a very good job. Hmm. That's why it's so hard to find. That's probably why I don't remember it. I think it was on Amazon for like a while. Then they had it on like the Amazon version of Shudder, but it wasn't actually on the Shudder thing, and now it's on like Epics or something. Something huh. weird. Well, something we'll, have, we'll have to, to find it. Or something like we'll that. have to find it so you can watch it. Um, and there's also Ron Livingston, who is Peter from Office Space. Hey, Peter, man. <clears throat> Very recognizable guy. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we have Mackenzie Foy, who is the horrifying abomination MacGuffin Renesme in Twilight. Yeah, so she was the, the weird bobbleheaded baby that they... Cause, the funniest thing is they have, the, they have the, the child, they have a baby, and it's CGI'd. <laughs> oh and everybody's looking at this horrifying CGI baby. And I'm like, why do they... Is there somebody on the cast who's not allowed to be near children? What's happening here? And then they switch it up. It's like, oh, she grew up real fast. And then they have this child, Mackenzie Foyle, and she's got the same bobbly head. Like, and she did a good job it's looking Foy. like that. It's Foy. Mackenzie Foy. Whatever. You said Foyle. Yeah. She looks like, <laughs> she looks exactly like the weird bobbleheaded CGI monster. So obviously they did a good job in casting. casting. I, they, they did a good one. Um, you know, my <clears> biggest <throat> issue was that it was the Twilight movies. And uh, that one ended in a train wreck that was so freaking hilarious. The guy, <laughs> the only other guy in the theater that I was in because I was dragged to it, got mad and left. Not by me, by the way. No, no, no. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was the previous Oh my episode. God. I just... That was my favorite little bit. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so we're going to cut it here. We're going to go watch The Conjuring. John for the first time, me for the 50 millionth time. Yep. And we will be back in just a bit. Later. No, not later. We'll be right back. Yeah, well, okay. After the uh, trailer. Be back. Be back soon. boop a -doo. You want to have anything else on there? You want to add, add a couple more? Just <laughs> Scoop after these Doo. messages, Doo we'll be right Doo. back. Doop. No, I like that one. All right, it's 918. We're headed down into the cellar where the door's just opened on its own. Give us a sign that you want to communicate with us. Nothing. 
What are you guys? Well, we've been called ghost hunters, paranormal researchers. But we prefer to be known simply as Ed and Lorraine Warren. There's someone here that would like to talk to you. There's something horrible happening in my house. November 1st, 1971, I'm sitting here with Carolyn Perrin, who, with her family, has been experiencing supernatural occurrences. You picking up anything in here, hon? Something awful happened here, Ed. What is it? Whatever Lorraine sees, feels, touches, it takes a toll on her. A little piece each time. You have a lot of spirits in here, but there's one that I'm most worried about because it is so hateful. That's not gonna help. This thing has latched itself to your family. Probably we've never seen nothing like this. I'm coming with you. No way. I can't lose you. There's a lady in a dirty nightgown that I see in my dreams. She's standing in front of my mom's bed. We're back. We are. So, you know, it's it's funny. This one is a good, solid movie. From what I, re you know, it's it's a lot better than what I I've kind of thought it would be. But <laughs> it's definitely a, a product of its time. That weird time between uh, uh, two thousand, I want to say like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and then like to like 2015, 2016, where it was like everything was like these weird, like everything was was a a show that had actually like it's like oh it's based on a true story everything was based on a true story that's what makes it creepier though i to me it actually removes a lot of the uh the the suspense for it because you know if oh it's based on a true story yeah but like 60 percent of it is going to be bs like it's or it's going to be played up like oh and then like the the thing flipped over well yeah it's like oh well maybe something moved well yeah you know? but the other 40 percent is still pretty real and depending Depending on how it's it's working. Yeah, I'm just working with the math that you just gave me. Yeah, right? I'm just saying, like, if it's real, some of it's completely pulled out of somebody's ass. You know, the thing is, is that it, there's a lot of those like that. But you also see some of the other things, like the the ending crawl. I was really glad that they didn't bagool at that point, because I really, I hate it when they do that. When they end with the jump scare. Yeah. And I, I feel really bad, because when you, um, somebody was telling me for that one, uh, if it was like a, like a pan in, and then it ended. You know, and I, I looked at it and I was like, well, okay, if, you know, for um, Sinister, you know, if you did the pan in and ended it, it's better other than having like the bagul face. And then the second Sinister ends exactly the same way. In fact, I think it's actually the bagul jump scare from the first one. And it's like this, it's just transposed onto the other side of the, uh, the I think so. The it's, it's not the exact same, the exact same 
jump scare, but it is, no, but it, it's is like, it, yeah. it is Bagul. Either yeah. way, either way. But it's 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 that kind of thing that I was worried that I was going to be getting in this one, and, I, and thankfully I didn't. I still don't like uh, Patrick Wilson. Weird lips freak me out. I love Patrick. I'm sure you do. <laughs> but Rome. he's a he's a he's a spooky man Rome. to me. Uh, I actually I think he was perfect for uh, the guy he played in Watchmen, just because I was a huge Watchmen fan for the longest time. I didn't like what they did with the end of it. It's like oh it's nukes. I'm like oh. But I knew I wasn't going to get the octopus with the, you know, uh, lady bits face at the the time. So, I, you know, I was okay with it. Everything else was great. Um, but uh, so this one, this one was kind of interesting. It starts out and this this was one thing that kind of it pissed me off. Okay. If you cut out the Annabelle stuff, it's probably about t- like 10 Maybe minutes Maybe like 10 earlier. minutes shorter. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is that that... If they didn't put the Annabelle stuff there, which I, I feel like what they were trying to do was get you ready for the Annabelle movies. They knew they wanted to have a franchise out of this. So they they started putting the, like, let's go ahead and, you know, dark universe this. We're well, going to go ahead and put this in here. If only we had uh, Russell Crowe to be, uh, you know, Mr. Hyde, we can have him in this thing. I mean, that's pretty much what every... What every director and movie producer and everything else like that wants to happen from their movies so they always put some sort of a way that they can have a sequel made i I know and i I hate that though because it it stops being its own show then it's it's the the building block for the rest of it and if it's not a solid enough building block in the first place then it's just not going to go anywhere um we did get the the whole annabelle startup we got the 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 two nurses yes they were okay they're nurses uh and that the one girl had the the weirdest like hair like i get it was the 60s or something like that but it was the hair thing that was just blowing me away i was just like, what's happening here uh and then it goes into showing the warrens uh talking about it and doing all this stuff you know and and then it immediately shifts over to ron livingston's house right uh yes yeah and then and then you know it shows them moving in with his it's Ron Livingston, uh Nell from the Haunting and their five, five daughters five daughters yeah five daughters all varying ages all very loud and rambunctious and their dog that does not want to go inside and their dog refuses and I see our dog is a coward so I wouldn't be able to really say that it's something going on with the you know in the house with our dog but like if it was like any of the other dogs that i've ever known uh then yeah i would understand that like i'd be like hmm i, I would have like immediately like been like hmm well even dylan though if dylan did that shit i would freak out too yeah but he's uh, yeah i mean either way though it's just it's it's i don't know if dylan if dylan was there at the front didn't want to go in would still freak me out okay well so you know my big issue is is that i i don't know like that's my my thing i i feel like Okay. I don't know if I would have put them outside, though, because I think we even had a discussion about that. Like, it's, it's oh, it's freaking, we're going to move them from Jersey, uh, you know, the Jersey suburbs from the best way that we could understand, uh, to the middle of Rhode Island. Yeah. You know, nowhere Rhode Island. And, you know, leave him outside in the woods. Yeah, that's a very, like, you would never, here in Texas, like, there's, we got coyotes, we got vultures that are as big as, you know, cars you wouldn't have done sometimes. that anyway. there's, there's lime there's, there's ticks, ticks and lime stuff, disease man. and all jesus. kinds of other shit out there I was just like jesus no so as do that. so we so so we we both agree that we would never do that to our our very city dog um 
because that's just awful. Especially with their barking all, all night trying to wake people up. Although, my thing with that is that we do have a, a dog death at the very beginning. And I did not like the fact that uh, that, that happens. Because, see, that to me feels like the escalation. Now, I understand that this is because it was based on a true story. That's something that probably immediately happened in the thing. And that's why you don't have, you know, consistent buildup of of menace mm-hmm. uh from the thing but i was just that's like pretty, that's, that's a, pretty menacing right from the get-go that's, that's a straight out like this uh, obviously you're going to be killing people yeah that's, and I was like, that's wow. very yeah that's okay very menacing and um so the the dog dies like the the first after the first night that they stay there um the wife um nell who's you know nell in the haunting that's what i'm gonna call her i'm gonna call her just nell, call her nell. Yeah. yeah i'm so, gonna call him ron livingston i don't know what his <laughs> name was in the first place <laughs> So uh, I'm trying not so, to call him Peter Man. So Nell um, is waking up. She's all these bruises all over her. And it pretty much happened as soon as she moved into the house. So mm-hmm. she thinks that it's from, you know, some rowdy lovemaking with Ron. Uh, it's not. And she finds that out later. But she has these horrible bruises and everything. Uh, they find out that all the clocks stop at 3.07 exactly every single night. Um, that's whenever they find the dog dead. The, the, the poor daughter goes out to check on the dog and... Sadie, I think, is the dog's yeah. name. Sad that I remember the dog's name, but not, <laughs> but not Nell's name in this movie. Did um, they did they do the the hide and clap shit that night? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. They, yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so before we we see the dog dead, uh, they do this thing, and it pissed me off because I'm looking at these kids doing this hide and clap stuff, and I'm like, first off, there's a shit ton of boxes sitting around. Y'all asses need to be taking that upstairs. What the hell are you doing? But secondly. You're walking around in this house with all this glass shit. That you don't know. Yeah. You don't know the layout of. There's still boxes, like, all over the damn place. And they're, they're like, trying to do this hide-and-clap thing. And they're running it. She's running so, into walls so and it's stuff like, like that. So it's like, in case you haven't seen it, it's hide-and-seek. Uh, with But you're wearing a bandana. And people, the, the, the people that you're trying to find clap to tell you where they are. Yeah. So... It's very creepy. Like, I, I, I couldn't do it. I would be too creeped out it's, regardless. It's creepy regardless. Yeah, yeah, especially in a new freaking house. And this house is huge, huge, and and creepy. Like, it's just incredibly creepy. So many wall cracks. That was another thing that I was interested in. Like, so I get it. They, they moved out of Jersey. They moved up to Rhode Island or down to... I don't remember where Rhode Island is comparatively. But... Uh, <laughs> they moved they, to. Yeah. They moved to Rhode Island and they moved into this gigantic fucking house. And they're worried about money because we get the, the, oh, we're worried about money kind of straight out. But it's like falling apart. There's like cracks. The Apparently the toilets upstairs don't work. You know, it kills your dog. And I don't know if there's <laughs> like, I feel like there should have been, aren't there rules for realtors in, you know, Rhode Island? Shouldn't uh, they have had to explain that? I think they have to explain if somebody died in the house within like 10 years or something eh. like that. Or 30, I don't know, something like that. But that, that the, the so, uh, okay, so. Um, all this, all this scary stuff is happening. Um, the hide and clap game that happens. The oh the reason gosh. why the the hide and clap thing is is significant is because when they're doing the hide and clap, uh, one of the girls is hiding in like the Harry Potter room under the stairs or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a coat closet. They smack into the wall, and apparently that's where the cellar, cellar. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This random ass cellar that was randomly boarded up. And the board randomly falls out. And they're really nice, like, boards. Like, somebody went through effort to, like... Hide it? Yeah. I'm like, that's... This is this wasn't like oh let me go ahead and just you know throw up some drywall or something like that oh I don't want to have that on there anymore no this was like 
let's go ahead and, and pick out some really nice maple You're and have it stained on here. I didn't We're even... going to stain the maple, and it's like these little <laughs> placards, and they put it up there, and it was, it was beautifully done, and you couldn't tell, and we even hung a... Uh, uh, a shelf in there for some reason. I was like, oh, this is interesting. They John, put a shelf in there and they can knock that down. John notices everything in movies. So I never I never noticed how fancy the covered boards were to try to hide the cellar. But John did. Well, the, there was also the fact that Ron Livingston somehow made it down there without removing the foot of uh, flooring that was there. He just he was able to scoot through the hole in there. Yeah, he's he's a with very, a match. He's a very acrobatic dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe he had Agile. to jump to a conclusion or something like that. I don't know how that works. <laughs> so but a, he goes out. He goes downstairs with a match. Yeah, uh, yeah, like a really bright match that lasts a really long time. And uh, like he made it all the way down the stairs, tried to turn on the light. Or try to find the light, I guess. So he and tried then... to flick the light on, which was upstairs. Then he tries to walk around, and he still got it. And apparently there was, like, enough lights to... I don't know. He, he's down in the darkness for quite a while. Which... And, then the, and then the match goes out, yeah, though. And then he's able to start it up again. And I'm like, dude, and, like, what do we find out, like, the exact next day that they had a flashlight? Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Which seems like it would have been the proper thing to do in the first place i mean you would think but it does give off that creepy factor having a match light up the whole room which i mean it is great it wouldn't you necessarily would do, that, yeah. do that in real life okay so yeah which, <laughs> i'm like how is he able to see at all yeah like, yeah. yeah like you just see like total darkness down there he's like oh man there's a whole bunch of stuff down there yeah we should check yeah, it out bullshit. tomorrow it's like oh man hun, i went down there and there was a, a Fast yawning void, and I couldn't see anything, and it was staring at me, yeah. and I stared into it, and then I came back upstairs. Yeah, it was really so creepy. So that was interesting. So uh, so everybody goes to bed, right, after they find the cellar. Um, Ron Livingston continues to get it on with Nell, and Then yeah. we get the dead dog, then we get the uh, the wake up, we get the bird that smacks the side of the wall. We um, get the, um, we get... The daughter has already found, uh, the, the first day she found the, uh, the little... First... Um, the box. The box. There's, the a, music, there's box. a music box that she finds wherever she can see her dead friend in it. If you uh, turn That's the music box on and look in the little mirror part, we do get that explanation the second day though, because yeah. she she sees Ron Livingston runs out. The daughters, like four of them, go to school. The youngest is at home, and With she them. is she is Drew Barrymore from E.T. She's very tiny. Drew she Barrymore. A, yeah. And uh, so she's, she's having a little chit chat with and, nobody. Yeah, and and of course, Nell comes up. And it's like, who are it's you? My who are you talking to? Oh, that's my friend, whatever his name is. And you know, you can see. You, do you want to see him? Do you want to meet him? She's like, yeah, sure. Okay, well, you have to look into this music box, and you know, he'll show up right behind you. Yeah. So what'll happen is, is that you'd look in the mirror, and then when the music stops, he's behind you. It's, and I was just like, that's spooky. Which is so, and kids don't come up with that shit on their own. That's creepy. That's terrifying. Like, And it's, so the inside of the music box has a, a mirror that has a swirl in it, like a hypnotist disc, but it uh, it swirls in a kind of an off pattern. Yeah. It's off kilter, so it's, it's like wiggling around the room. And it has a tiny clown at the bottom that's bouncing up and down. Like, like the whole time though. with the music. And it's spooky. There's it absolutely yeah. no freaking reason for it, but it's spooky. It's That's, that's the reason for it, man, because it's spooky. Uh, so he ends up... I'm just trying to... No, I'm, just imagine. <laughs> imagine you are a music box salesman. 
And you're like, you know what'll please the kids? A tiny clown that pops up and down in a spooky mirror what? with a swirly. That's the same as friggin' Jack in the Boxes. Nobody ever freaking likes Jack in the Boxes. Those give every every single person anxiety. And yet they still came out with Jack in the Boxes. Makes no damn sense. Well, they didn't really know any better back then when it first came out. We know better now, though. We're we're enlightened. We've evolved. We'll see. Then that's just it. They, they were not enlightened yet. Not in the, that. It was the 70s. We had bell bottoms. You well, think we then, would have had a better idea? Well, then, but yeah. not whenever the music box came out, bitch, though. You know, just in like five seconds. <laughs> hey, mommy, daddy, let me show you this terrifying music box. I would have been nope. We're gonna we're gonna send that right down to the bottom of the river. Yep, that went into just. I'm gonna send it back to hell and set it on fire. <laughs> Somebody give me some holy water. Uh, at that point, we get. Uh, is it still going on? Like, is it like? I think they're still having the spookies. Um, interesting things happen. We've got, uh, like there's, oh, oh, this is the, is this the, the first night with the head bouncing? Like he goes downstairs. Yeah. Like the, the TV's on, we see the door opens or something like that. It's three Oh seven in the morning again, which does also prove that everything scary it happens at, at 3 a.m. Yeah. Everything yeah. at 3 a.m. is spooky. And this, uh, this spooky. movie is, you know, total proof. It's proof. You know, it's, it's proof since the seventies that has been true. Probably not all the time. I mean, time frames change. But, uh, you know, at least in this situation. Uh, and they had the, the giant TV on. Ron Livingston wakes up. Uh, he's walking around. The door in the back is open. He walks back there. He checks back. He walks back to the front. And then his daughter's standing there. He's like, uh, the little Chrissy, one. Chrissy. Yeah. Chrissy or Chrissy is, is a... Renesmee is in my uh, my room banging her head against she, the wall. She's sleepwalking again. What she's doing is not sleepwalking. She is sleepwalking, trying to get into the um, very, very ornate... Oh, what, what do we call that? Armoire. Armoire. A wardrobe. A wardrobe, yeah. It was a giant-ass wardrobe that was there since they moved into the house. And they just left it. Why would you leave it? Was it? A, we had a, we in had the a exact same place. about that. Yeah, because it's thematically required because that's apparently a secret portal into the gigantic crawl spaces in between. Could you imagine trying to heat that house? Well, they could Ab- oh yeah, no, you know why? Cold. It had nothing to do with the amount of spooky crap that was going on. Just, it had to do with the fact that there was a like enough room to fit people in the walls, mm-hmm. you know, with no insulation. Yeah, I was gonna say there was no insulation. Absolutely no insulation. Could you imagine that though? Trying to fill those things up with the insulation and, and, and like the the ghosts are spooking out. They're just like, Whoa! you know, Pink Panther all over the damn place. They can't do anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, they walked the little girl back to the room. Uh, I think this is when we get the, uh, the one whose leg is getting yanked around the whole time. Yes. Uh, so we have, uh, one of the, the little girls is Nancy. Been, I think her name's Nancy. Uh, Nancy is the one with the long hair who gets flung around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's the short haired one. Okay. Um, so one of the little girls has been like, stop pulling on my leg. And uh, stop farting. Cause it, they, it smells a, bad. There's a horrible smell. Gosh, what what are the what are the things that they so it's a they horrible it was, smell. Yeah. It gets cold. Three oh seven. Um, dead dog. Dead dog. Dead birds. Uh, and then we have knocking. I, a, oh yeah, the knocking. We have uh, knocking, and then we have yeah the dead birds, and then we have. Uh, it was just a whole bunch of shit. It's a whole bunch of shit. It's, it's just terrible. So so all this bad shit is happening. Meanwhile, you know we're getting we're getting. You know, Ed and Lorraine Warren's story every once in a while, you know, showing what great people they are and how they're trying to help others and how they have a daughter and how they always have to leave her because they're going and, you know, helping solve all these cases and all kinds of other stuff. uh, 
We could see the vault of, like, bad things, which apparently <laughs> is just, like, a door that they have in their house. Yeah, which is, like, just another room. Couldn't we have it in a shed? Yes, exactly. Why would you keep it in your house? Could we, maybe we could put it in, like... I don't know, uh, you know... A storage unit. A storage unit, yeah. Just, oh, what, what is this? Oh, it's a unit 104, you know, down by the, the area. We bought it for 20 years. And, uh, yeah, don't open it. And ever. don't touch anything. Yeah, ever. And, and, and... Oh, it's just ridiculous. So, so all that happens. And then, um, um... That's when the little girl... So the little girl, the she's getting her foot yanked and then... Uh, she's like, you know, stop farting. And then she gets, does she get like yanked real she hard? She gets yanked real hard, yeah. And then she's getting, she's like spooked out. She's looking under the bed. She sees something in the corner. Uh, her sister, the one with the glasses, wakes up and looks out and then walks into the corner without turning the light on. Yeah, and then the door like slams shut. Slams they, shut. They yeah. start screaming. Everybody runs into the room. Everyone's freaking the hell out. I see dead people and they wants to kill us all. Oh, that, is that whenever the... Nell gets stuck in the cellar. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so um during all this whole stuff, um Nell actually gets um is in her room. Um Ron is like out at a job, and then um you hear like you hear clapping, and so she thinks it's the girls who are trying to um play you know hide hide and, go hide and clap, yeah. yeah hide and go clap. So she's you know looking around everything like that. Um all kinds of you know weird just kind of off shit is happening and it's at this point that she hears the clapping coming from the cellar and so she looks down in the cellar and she sees you know something is down there so she's like whoever's in the cellar i'm gonna lock you in there right now and so she goes to close the door the door slams in her face throws her basically down the stairs the cellar stairs a ball comes out of nowhere and bounces towards her she freaks out runs upstairs the light goes off and you hear hey you want to play hide and go clap and then these two hands, these two disembodied hands clap right behind her. Um, super creepy. That scared the shit out of me in the movie theater. I remember that. It was really creepy. And then Ron Livingston shows up. And then Ron Livingston shows up to all the girls screaming. He opens the door for Nell, who's stuck right. in the cellar. Because he, he has to open the door for Nell. She runs out, and then we go upstairs yes. to the little short-haired one who's like, Oh my god, Nell, what are you doing? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, they want to kill my whole family. This is whenever Nell decides to go find Ed and Lorraine Warren. Finally. Yes. It took a while. <laughs> it was it was a while for um, everything to be set up. He's a little spooked out, but uh, Lorraine is the one who's like, no, we're going to go ahead and do that. Uh, Ed's worried about it because he keeps making references to a previous uh, incident where uh, she didn't do too well during a exorcism. Uh, but no, they're going to go ahead and do it. So they go in uh, to the house. They're like, eh, it could be a lot of different things. There, there weren't super... He, he wasn't... He was doing his best to like kind of downplay it, mm -hmm. but he was also like, oh, I mean, it could definitely be, like, demonics or something like that. Just, you know, I, I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. Like, yeah. you know, we're gonna we're gonna figure things out. Well, then they hear about the, the, the knocking, and they hear about all this other stuff, and slowly it just they starts to bruises. get... Yeah, and slowly it just starts to get worse and worse. Um, they decide to do a... They have a guy come in and who's putting like bells on doorknobs and. Well, this is before that because they oh, didn't they didn't bring the whole group. Remember, because then they they like they something leave. happens. It, it was so. Oh, um, he was like walking around. He was checking stuff out, and then like bad shit happened, and that's when they had to bring the entire group in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because something happened, and then they were like, "Oh, we have to get an exorcism in here, but we have to get proof of it." Yeah. And so. Oh, that's and, the, and then they decided to go ahead and and bring it. Hey, do did you? Your, were your children baptized? Uh, I don't, I don't, we haven't gotten around to that. Oh, well, you might want to. 
Yeah, because, you know... Might want to change that up. Yeah, scary shit's going to go down. And what he really meant was, the Catholic Church isn't going to help you unless you're baptized. Which I'm like... We need to have a conversation with uh, the the Catholics at that point. Because, you know, the the Vatican should be kind of like, yeah, we'll go ahead and do it. Yeah, all people are God's people. Why not? Let's roll on this. How are you not going to help them? But that's neither here nor there. I I would want to see that, though, because I'm wondering if, like, the Catholic Church was like... We totally would have shown up. We just have to. We go. We have rules. We have a bureaucracy that is at least, you know, a thousand years old. <laughs> you know, we there's some red tape. There's a couple of forms that gotta fill out. Don't give us shit. Yeah. You got two hundred years, and what do you got? You got a DMV. You can barely move through. We're at least putting exorcists out on the street. I don't know what your problem is. Meanwhile, they all get back with James Wan. They're like, "How could you make us look this bad?" Yeah, James. <laughs> we need to talk to you, James. <laughs> It'd be funny if James was uh, with Catholic. He's like, uh, forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. Uh, it's been a while since my last confession. Oh, you got a lot to explain for, James. <laughs> oh, lot. Mr. One. A I lot. remember. It's like, oh, God. You got Father O'Flannery came out here. <laughs> it would have to be one of those. Yes. You know? Yes. It, very much an uh, Irish Catholic. Anyway. Uh, Sorry. So we, we they, they come out there. We got uh, a cop. And their guy. And they're they, like tech guy. Yeah. And they're not only putting everything up and, and like doing little cords on strings for different cameras and stuff to get the, the Catholic uh, priests out there. But they're also uh, doing some research. We find out about uh, the... The um, witch who used to live there, yeah. who was a Satanist, who sacrificed her baby, and who hung herself right after. So, first off, her name was Bathsheba, which yeah. I think was a bad guy in the Bible to me, Probably. if I remember. But... It was like, wow, okay. And then she sacrificed her child. I just said that. And then killed herself. I said but, that too. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, she killed herself. It was like, it was weird because, like, she hung herself. And the the death certificate says 307. And I'm like, really? Did we have somebody out there at this period of time? Who well, was yeah, it was her like, husband. Because her husband saw her sacrifice in the baby, and then she ran out, and then she hung herself. Oh, yeah, but he was just sitting there going like, oh, well, bitch is dead. Let me go ahead and check my watch here. It says, uh, we'll go ahead and just eyeball that. It should be about 307. It'll look like 307 to you, Dave. Uh, it could be 307. Okay. could be 308. could be 310. Want to go 305? I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe we should put it about 15 minutes earlier and, you know, just you know, just just to give it enough run-up on yeah. there. Anyway, so she, she... It's just, it's exact... She hung herself. It's so exact. She hung herself at three oh seven, and that's it. So yeah, she, directly at three oh seven. So she hung herself at three oh seven, which we knew in the eighteen sixties. And then that's why all the clocks were stopping and all that other spooky shit that happened. Then. And then turns out that there was a boy who um, dis- did he disappear or die? I think he died. But either way, so his mom a, ends up killing, killing him. Yeah, there was a killing there, and then there was the the kid who drowned there was the maid who killed herself there was a lot of random stuff that yeah was but all of it was on her was on the land yeah, so because she cursed it to anybody she, who would uh, try to take her land away from yeah her. so she cursed the entire land which the land was separated and sold like as you know Except the years went by um so yeah all this bad shit's happening and nobody connected it and then um at this point spooky I think, shit's happening yeah, there's some spooky, spooky shit. So they're like, they're freaked out. They're watching some of the stuff that's happening. I think they go take the kids out for ice cream. The next day, they take the kids out for ice cream. Yeah. Um, well, the interesting thing with that was there's like five of those kids, and then like two of the other ones show up, and I'm like, wow, that's a lot of ice cream. <laughs> you gotta buy. Dude, just go buy some gallons. You'll yeah, be better Jesus. off that way. <laughs> so, um, so Ed and Lorraine stay there at the at the house. Um, 
with Nell. Nell decides to take a nap because she's ex she's just exhausted, as she should be, because the demon's been sucking out her life force. So we do have a couple other things that keep happening, which is they they've got the explanation for the. Uh, that was one of the funnier parts because uh, they got the uh, the Patrick uh, they they got the the guy from they got Night Owl Night Owl was sitting there trying to work on his little thing with the um, the the temperature and the camera and stuff like that and he's pointing us why are you pointing up at the tree I was like well because the witch done hung herself uh, from that uh, thing that you're standing right under I was like that's freaking hilarious because Ron Livingston had this look on his face like wait what he's just like oh and oh. he like walks over a little bit it, it's a it was a very it's, realistic it was a good response like, oh oh shit I see um and I don't know is this when they were having the I think there was this was the first night weren't they having bad shit happen to him the first night they had oh, bad no. shit happen to them the entire time they go down into they're trying to do stuff and then they go downstairs into the um cellar the cellar and this is like the first night and they got the like oh I guess it's you know sometimes it doesn't happen on on cue thing and then something happened right then right uh so they don't hear anything they kind of hear something from the piano. They go upstairs and then the door slams shut right right in front That's of them. That's right. That's right. And, and then the like, cops like Okay. The cops like, oh shit. Could have been the wind. Could've could have been the wind. Yep. Wasn't a ghost. Um so yeah. And then that's whenever they go get ice cream and do all that other stuff. Nella's there at home taking a nap. Um, Ed and Lorraine Warner outside. Uh, Lorraine is hanging up laundry and then Ed decides he's gonna go help work on a, a you know Chevy. Ron Livingston's Chevy. Um it is at that point that all the stuff starts. It was a Chevy. All the stuff starts to go dark, and uh, the sheet flies off of the line and looks to be, you know, it, it looks like it hits There's somebody. A oh, yeah. It, yeah. And uh, that, you know, the sheet flies up into the window. The sheet flies away, and then there's somebody standing in the window, um, who is so, obviously Bathsheba. Yeah. And Lorraine runs up there. She starts trying to get. Uh, Nell, she starts Nell trying to, to get, wake up. Yeah. yeah, and then she runs into their room. But apparently, the bathroom is like it's like a joined bathroom, like between the uh, yeah. between the master bedroom and then the hallway. Yeah, so, so they, it just has like a, a shared, um, like a Jack and Jill kind of kind of like yeah. a Jack and Jill thing. Yeah, but they they do run into. She like she like runs in, can't open the door, so she runs out, and then the mom is like, she like she looks like Nell looks like shit. She really uh, does, and she comes out there and she's like, uh, oh. I hear uh, Dave with the girls or, or Ron Livingston with the girls. And I was like, how the hell did she because hear that? Because she's possessed. And yeah, Mandy was all like, because. Um, <laughs> That's exactly how it came out too. So we, we get a couple of things that started happening at this point. Uh, I think one of the highlights was the little girl walking around by herself. Uh, we had the... Um, God, was it? We, we had a lot of stuff. This movie is very long. I don't. I, I think I always forget how long it is, but it takes so long to get to the point at like to the to the main like whenever Ed and Lorraine Warren first meet the family. Mm. It takes so long for that to happen, and then they have to resolve everything, and they have to capture it, and they have to do all this other stuff. Yeah. And but then they so they they have the little girl. They're watching for the little girl because she gets up the the sleepwalker. She walks up into the room. Like, spooky shit's happening because the door shuts and, like, they're following the lights that are flashing. They kick the door open, uh, but during this period of time, um, the, oh, the uh, lights, tech guy the, the is... lights. I was just trying to figure out what the lights were flashing. That yeah. was the flash bulbs that they had in the cameras. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that go off whenever they see a ghost. Sorry. Yeah, or something like okay, that. yeah. But then we have the uh, the uh, the guy who was listening to all the mics that were mic'd up. Yes. Uh, and he was like, there's somebody talking to her in the, the thing. And they figure out that um, she's hidden. So they have to get the UV light, which apparently goes off of either the oils in somebody's skin, which I don't think that that's how that works, or the body heat because it was following, you know, everybody else around there. And I'm like, if you spray luminol, maybe, but... That was kind of how it was working. Uh, and through which we find now that the giant armoire that they had inside of the, the girl's room that didn't get rid of, and if they had just pulled the damn thing against you know away from the wall, it would have said in the giant friggin' hole that was in there. That's where the little girl was hiding. Mm-hmm. Which um, is where the little boy hid, the little boy who died, that yeah. she sees in the music box. They find the music box's uh, former resting place uh, because they found it outside next to the creepy... Creek. And tree. Tree. And then they find it, uh, they find the place where it had been sitting up, up until that point. Um, Lorraine goes in there. She falls through. This is where we have the uh, the creepy part with the... Um, the the mom and then the son. The mom and the son uh, the, with the knife. It's like, she made me do it. She made me do it. And then we look over and there's the the feet come down like she's being hung. And then it like starts moving around. T- towards her. Towards yeah. where she is. Very, very creepy. Which, admittedly, the funniest thing was was that, uh, you know, we got uh, Raul not paying attention. Uh, and he, he sees his wife go downstairs. She, she falls through the, the cracks and she goes down. And my thing is, is that he goes and he starts banging around in the walls, like in the first floor. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. You know that there was multiple crashes. She's probably down in the basement. Why aren't you checking the basement? Yeah, you would think that he would go straight down to the cellar, but he doesn't. He no. checks the... He checks the, the She's obviously behind this floor. knick-knack cabinet. <laughs> she, he checks the first floor, doesn't check the cellar, until he hears her screaming. And then he proceeds to open up the cellar door after she has uh, gotten choked with her locket that her daughter got her, um, which proceeds to be ripped off of her neck. She runs upstairs screaming and crying they have a, like a, a weird spooky bit there that's when the uh, the the all the um the little crosses that they they set up inside of the house is like a piss off the ghost you know warning system fall over uh and then uh one of the little girl's hairs like her hair floats up and then she gets like thrown and it looks very just painful like even if it was like a, a stunt actor it looks like it hurt like hell smashes up against the wall smashes all over the place Throwing this little girl all over the damn place. Fire hair. Uh, and the only way to stop it somehow was to cut off four inches of hair. Like it was like, maybe ghosts are like gum. They're just stuck in your hair until you get rid of them. So they, peanut butter won't get that out. Just kill it. So they cut off that piece of her hair. Um, and then they all proceed to run the hell out of the house. Yeah. That's when they, they take the information over to the, the Vatican guy. Who, um, who then tells them, oh, well, they're not Baptist. I don't know if we can help them. Or they're not Catholic. I don't know if we can help them or not. They've never been baptized. Yeah. We also have um, the uh, the part where Lorraine sees their daughter in the water. Yes. So they have to run home real quick uh, because they're afraid that the daughter's going to get her get pinched. Uh, but yeah, they decide that they're going to go do it. Um, they, I guess because uh, they had... The same necklace, uh, the, you know, witchy spirit was able to go do, like, sympathetic energy kind of thing, follow the to the daughter's place. So the daughter, like, is, like, running around in the house and spooky shit's happening while it was Annabelle the whole time. And I'm like, ah. It was Annabelle and Bathsheba, though. Oh, yeah. But, like, it's like, I, I don't, uh, I, I guess. It's a, it's a weird, it's like, oh, no, they teamed up. 
Yeah. For one last ride, they're teaming up. <laughs> oh my god. To kick the crap out of this one child. <laughs> and then Ed and Lorraine get home right on time, save her from getting smashed into pieces by a rocking chair. By a rocking chair. Or um, a rocket chair. It was rocketing <laughs> that way, yeah. And then um, this is whenever they get a call from uh, Ron Living Livingston. Livingston. Yeah. So apparently, Ron Livingston went to get food. Uh, and he gets back to the, cause they're going to hang out in, at a, uh, a motel. Uh, unfortunately the wife has decided to take two of the kids to Merck, uh, at the house. So they got to run back. So they do the, um, the Warrens run back to, uh, they try, they get to the door and they try to start busting the, the thing open. Um, they can't do it. The, here comes the freaking cop who's like the freaking hero. Like, of fuck the, this shit. And Doors. Like, I don't need to see this stuff. And he breaching around, blows the damn handle off, which is like, yeah, try to try to hold the door shut with your ghostly magic if you ain't got a doorknob. <laughs> Screw that noise. I got a shotgun. <laughs> so he blows open Alec the door. Alec Blam. Alec Blam. So he, he shoots open the door. They, they run downstairs. They run to the cellar because that's where they can hear her screaming. She's Ron a- Livingston is like retching. He's trying to keep the, the pair of scissors away from, the, which I, I thought it was funny. They didn't really telegraph the, the scissors thing. So I guess they were just like, oh, we've got scissors. Well, they had scissors beforehand. Did they? In the movie. Yeah. Uh, he was using it to cut the film strip. Uh, so yeah. So they did okay. have it in there. It wasn't, it wasn't quite so much of a checkoff scissor. Yeah. Like they didn't make it known, but okay. either way. So she had, so she had the scissors about to stab the kid. They hold her, they put her in a chair. She's, Fighting off tooth and nail, going all crazy. One of the girls is, is, runs out. The other, the littlest one, the we have Drew no Barrymore, idea. We have no idea where the fuck she went. Yeah, yeah. April. We have no idea where the hell April went. So she's just gone. So the 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 tech guy who's there also is running around trying to find her, running to every room. Meanwhile, uh, they um, they wrap they they wrap uh, Nell in a, a sheet. And, to uh, keep her from fucking biting people. Yeah, because she bit. She, she bit the cop. Bit and, the cop in the face. His little cheek comes it was, off. It was like some shit out of uh, like a, uh, a what was it? It was, it was like it just it was ridiculous. It, it was looks like, kind of like the Evil Dead. Like it reminded yeah, me of a scene. Yeah, like, give you that. like it kind of was like a Tarantino movie. It was just like and we're like whoa, what the hell? Yeah, it was like slightly, that slightly. Was a lot, that was gratuitous. Slightly goobery gore. Apparently, he had all of his blood in that little <laughs> in part that, of his cheek. In that cheek. No wonder she went for it. So, um, uh, so that happens. They hold her down. They put they they put her in a sheet. Put her uh, tie her up to a chair. And that's whenever they're like, we don't have freaking time for the Vatican to get here with the with the exorcism. I'm gonna have to do it myself. Do it live. And he does. He begins to do the thing. Meanwhile, we've got uh, the one guy running around trying to find it. Finds the girl under the floor of the kitchen. Yeah. Somehow. And then yells. By like, and then he, he's he's punching a hole with a, a um, like, like a, a fireplace poker. Fireplace poker. Yeah. yeah. And so he's, he's trying, trying to get her out of there, trying to get out of there. He's yelling at them and he's like, I found April. She's underneath the, she's underneath the floor of the kitchen. At this point, uh, Bathsheba goes freaking bonkers, who, who is now possessed she's got now. Out. Yeah. So she's, what, what happens is, is they do this bit while he's like looking for her and try to, try to crack her out. Uh, the, uh, the exorcism is going. The chair that they have Nell tied to floats up, uh, and he, for some reason, He's, uh, I think it was Ed, goes like, let her go! And <laughs> she smashes directly down to the ground. Like, so then they're right, like, fine. oh, let's hold her down. Uh, and it's that point where he's like, she's under the, the kitchen. And Bathsheba's like, yeah, time to kill. And, and she like... Yeah, so she like... 
skips like skips slash scurries slash whatever yeah. goes like, goes away. A hole like immediately knows where it sits. Like ha ha. Oh, I got you. And then she like books it. So with the the scissors. Uh, so she goes in there. Oh, um, the birds. The birds are happening outside. Oh, yeah, outside. the birds are happening outside. So we got, like, you know, Alfred Hitchcock is, you know, having a moment outside where all the birds are smashing into shit. And of course, they do the thing, which I always hate to see in horror movies, where they smash one of the birds through the window and the, the bird is still alive and, like, it's twitching. Like, but still, yeah, he's, he's twitching, he's dying, but he's like... And there's, like, a shit ton of birds. Some of them are crows, but some of them are pigeons. And I was just like... Why are there pigeons out here? That what are we a, close to, to really, Central Park? That's yeah, a really I'll good just keep it. Yeah, I know that was my thing. But um, <laughs> and it was so funny because one of the pigeons smashes through a window and it lands <laughs> and it gets up and it's just like, well, I was a minion for Satan, but I did my job, so I'm punching out, guys. You have yourselves a nice night. Which bullshit. If a bird smashes into the room and it's sitting in there, that motherfucker's flying around. It's it's spooking the shit. And of course, you're immediately like, oh God, it's going to get in my hair, which they never do. But you're always afraid of it because you only heard people scream about it before. <laughs> so the fact that, you know, what would have been hilarious is like halfway through that bird explodes from all the satanic energy. <laughs> but that doesn't happen. Bathsheba, now we've got her. Uh, we've caught up. She runs through. She's crawling through. She's able to get through everything, but it's Nell is like, you know, she's a, a, you know, probably a foot long, you know, in the the whitest part of her. So she's a shoop right through every single freaking hole, which is designed for her to fit. But of course, all the men can't get through it. Um, and then she grabs a hold of the daughter and she's about to stab her. But uh, it's at that point that uh, the uh, Ed comes up with it uh, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he's, he's like, starts, I send you back to hell. Sheba. I, I send you I back I name to hell. thee and send you back to hell. Uh, and so, she's like, no. Yeah. And then uh, this is whenever um, Lorraine Warren uh, pops her hand out from the, from the, the what the is hole. it? The kitchen floor. Yeah. So she grabs a hold of her and apparently that's when you, you, you do the Vulcan mind meld that's able to like, remember the good times with your family. You tell me, I told you, or you told me that it was something you would never forget. Remember, remember. <laughs> and that's when Bathsheba's like, oh, that's right. We went to the beach that one time. <laughs> I guess I can't possess you anymore. And then she throws up Bathsheba. And then the little girl's like, hey, everything's okay. Yeah. Hey, mom, you, I know you didn't just try to stab me with a pair of scissors, so I'm totally okay now. Yep. This isn't going to require years and years of, of powerful therapy. therapy. Holy fuck, and so much therapy. so many drugs. So, All the drugs. So Thank God it's the 70s. Therapy. We're doing so much LSD. That's, I would feel so bad because I'm sure that child was just like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and do drugs. And all it did was just make her relive the shit that she actually saw. Oh, God. Did absolutely nothing else. So Didn't much put anything else. Just, just did that. Um, yeah. It's at that point we have them. We get the the nice day tomorrow. We, we everything's kind of calming down. We get the happy ending. Um, yeah, all the kids leave. We get uh, the the little you know Drew Barrymore hands over the uh, the the locket. locket. So there's you know oh yeah everything's nice. They go home. They put the 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 creepy music box inside of their war room full of demon toys. Uh, and they you know for some reason it goes off and it has its lid open and then it just ends. And then done. Yep, and it's done. Okay, what would you rate it? 
Uh, I'd say this is about an eight. This is a lot better than I was expecting huh. it to be. Um, I was not expecting you to yeah, give it an it's, eight. It's eight stupidly placed music boxes with horrifying <laughs> little twirly mirrors inside of them out of ten. Um, this this is a good solid to me. This you know, let me go. You go first, and I'll I'll go through my kind of spiel with it, just because you you enjoyed this movie. Well, I, I love this movie. Okay. I mean, I bought it on Blu-ray whenever it first came out, yeah. which was still kind of pricey. So I give it a nine out of ten. Uh, creepy maids with their with their wrist slit. Oh yeah, yeah. This hey, look what she made me do. Oh, she's like ah. That okay. made me almost shit my pants in the movie theater. Because <laughs> it, it ran up and, yes. and yelled at them. Because it was from the opposite end of, yeah. of where. Yeah, yeah. I freaked out. There was a so this movie to me is is good and solid, but I I just hate the the extra stuff that's around it. There's a lot of stuff that wasn't happening. I think Ron Livingston did a lot of good. Uh, just like I don't know what's going on in here. Um, the little kids were doing great. Uh, there was the, one kid. Oh, uh, Ed and Lorraine's daughter. Yeah, she was not a good actress. No, that one reminded me. She had like the Brooke Shields caterpillar eyebrows the whole time. And I, was I mean, she like, was she was a cute kid, but her yeah. acting was not was not the best. Was Mind that, you, she's a freaking kid. Could have had the girl from the the orphan in that one. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Or oh, somebody yeah. else. We could have had anybody else. In yeah, that yeah. One. But my issue with this one was, um, I, I just hate those kinds of movies. This, this stuff does not interest me because it's it's you know the the actual stuff that would have happened was probably a lot more tame. And it's probably spookier if you're going through the whole thing as kind of like a true crime uh, kind of feel. Mm -hmm. So this is embellished to hell and back. Well, yeah, it's a it's, Hollywood movie. Oh yeah, and it's it's such you know cheese. I don't know. I just I don't like these kinds of movies, and I'm I just. But you gave it an eight out of ten. I know this one was good and solid. I think everybody in it was acting very well. Um, the, everything that happened had telegraphs we had things that were happening and we had them kind of pointed in we know why the little boy had his toys we know why he was spooked out was because the mom was going to kill him i'm probably having to go through the same kind of stuff that they were doing mm -hmm. there's a lot of goofball stuff uh, i don't like the dogs dying but that's just me so that's just my thing i i feel weird about this movie because i it's it's one of those movies that i know i don't normally like this style but this one was well done enough to where I, I don't have a problem with it. I probably really hate it just because it's it's the beginning of the 18,000 different, you know, sinister slash insidious slash, uh, you know, uh, Annabelle slash, you know, all those different movies that popped out. And we're not getting any of the slasher villain kind of stuff. We're not getting any of the weird horror, like demonic, whatever the hell's. You know, we're not getting a whole lot of fun stuff. We're getting the... Faux, uh, you know, serious stuff based on the true stories. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I worry about that kind of stuff because, I, you know, I, what did I grow up with? I grew up with the goofball, mutant high, mutant monster, you know, zombie stuff. And, of course, I can't have a zombie movie anymore because it's all Walking Dead wannabe stuff. Uh, so it's that kind of, you know, I, I don't hate it. I just hate what it helped uh, pull across. Yeah. And really, I don't even hate it that much because I really... All of my ire goes towards the, uh, the, like the found on footage, uh, you know, uh, what was that? As the one I was talking about is paranormal activity one. Yeah. Because I hated Mika the whole time. That guy pissed me off. The ugh. But yeah, the, everybody in this one was good and solid, and all worked well. Uh, as much as I give him shit, uh, Patrick Wilson is a really good actor. Uh, he did a good job on it. Um, 
Vera farming. She was farming kind of, but whatever. Uh, she's um, she's kind of like a a waif, but she's supposed to be. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's fine. So everybody does really well in this. I don't think there was anybody who was too off, except for their kid. Yeah, but I, even that, I just <laughs> I didn't care. Um. So yeah. So. Would you recommend it? Yeah, yeah. I'd I, I recommend it. Mean, Can you like say I said, that with more like... Nah, it's, a, it's an 8. It's an 8 out of 10. That's, that's the best one I'm going to do. But what about you guys? Uh, did you enjoy this movie? Did you like it? Did you love these kinds of movies? Do you hate me for what I've said? Um, <laughs> yeah, let us know. Reach out to us at esat3am at gmail.com, esat3am.com for our main page, or on Facebook and Twitter at esat3am, or reach out to us. Go, go to... Go to, go to Anchor FM, anchor.fm, type in Everything Scary at 3 a.m. You'll find our page. Just go on there. Leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. I want to hear your voice. Let me hear that sexy, sexy, melodious voice. That's awkward. Yeah, I know. You can, I, I don't know where you're going with that. I don't but know. There's going to be one person who's like, all oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the person I want to hear from. I'm going to let John listen to I wanna, that voice. I wanna, don't do that to me, please. <laughs> If you don't have a cigarette, you know what? Have a grabbly voice. Have a have a cigarette voice from a lady named Flo telling you that. It's like, hello, I, I like your scary movies. <laughs> you know, something like that. I don't know. But, uh, you know, reach out to us. We want to hear from you. Uh, but until next time. We will see you soon. Later. <laughs>